Okay, here we go. Welcome to the show. Today, our guest is Miles Walker. He's an award-winning speaker and channel development manager at Graphis. He joined their team in 2020 after 15 years in sales and marketing. Um, and he is now based in Vancouver, where his professional career started in radio at 104.9 XFM after studying marketing and sales and international business at Capilano University. When he's not playing basketball, traveling, sailing, or collecting street art, he is evangelizing all things cybersecurity through his LinkedIn videos and, of course, at events and virtual events. Miles, thanks for joining us. Thanks. Uh, happy to be here. So earlier this week, I think I saw you jumping into ice cold water in one of your LinkedIn videos. Is that true? Well, I'll go with I was pushed in, but yes, I uh, I spent some time in the Arctic tundra off the coast of Vancouver here, and it was uh, it's pretty horrendous. I'm not going to lie to you. And so, tell me, the I don't usually see people freezing their butts off on LinkedIn. Why did you do that? What, what's the point of uh, of the Arctic tundra uh, on the professional <laughs> platform LinkedIn? Well, uh, to be honest, because we have an anti-phishing solution, uh, a lot of the contents around cybersecurity, uh, malware, ransomware, and of course, phishing is one of the main things I talk about. And uh, I don't get out of the boat very often in the winter because it is terribly cold, especially on the water. And uh, yeah, I just had the epiphany that, you know what, maybe it's worth uh, hopping into that ice cold water and uh, filming a fishing video because we had just been crabbing and we had caught nothing. So I had to come back with something. Had to come back with something, maybe some more uh, engagement on LinkedIn. So, you know, we're all about getting more eyeballs uh, on important information because in the B2B space, everything can get a little technical and dry. And this podcast is all about humanizing content, fun, humor, and being a little bit outrageous can be a great way to do it. Um, is that what you found with your LinkedIn journey? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I find putting up uh, boring links to articles. Um, you don't get a lot of eyeballs. You don't get a lot of likes. You don't get a lot of comments. And doing stuff a little bit outside the box um, has always worked for me. And I've kind of brought that into the uh, the LinkedIn sphere of, uh, of the graphics world. Yeah, it's awesome. And I love it. And, you know, we first met uh, at the SMB Tech Fest virtual event. And it was a great event. Um, I learned a lot. But the presentations are, you know, a lot of what you expect in our world. And then, boom, all of a sudden, you were on my screen and full rain gear with the pointy yellow hat and uh, kind of crappy fish graphics all over the screen. And I was totally caught off guard. A smile came across my face. I said, what is this guy talking about? Well, it turns out you were talking about fishing, fishing with a PH. But you stole the show and reignited, you know, my interest in in the programming right at that uh, at that point where I needed a second cup of coffee. Oh, well, I like I like to hear that. Well, thank you for the kind words. Yeah, uh, SMB Tech Fest. Um, I'm actually going to be doing some in person, so hopefully we get to meet up in person. And I just found out I'm actually going to be in your neck of the woods in Arizona in uh, early April. So uh, definitely we'll meet up for a for a beer. But yeah, that SMB Tech Fest was fun. Uh, full fishing uh, gear, and uh, we took home the award for uh, best innovation from the uh, from the show. That is awesome. And yeah, I mean, I, what I love about that, we've won an innovation award ourselves and I was kind of surprised to hear it, but the lesson it taught me was, you know, innovation just doesn't mean doing something completely new. It just means doing something new for your space or your vertical or your area. And, um, I guess if it's, uh, 
you know, you can, you can cut that a lot of different ways, but I, I think the fishing, uh, your, your fishing approach and get up is a lot of fun. And I think it, it contributes to, to getting that attention. Um, obviously it's a great way to get attention at events, either virtually or in person. Um, you got fun stuff going on with the LinkedIn videos, but you really want to engage with your prospects and customers. And I was hoping you could tell me about what you've done with it trivia masters. Yeah. So that's something that's, um, part of our, um, one of our sister companies up here in Vancouver, which is called IT Glue. So we're uh, coming up with a trivia series where we basically run trivia events uh, for the tech community. You don't have to be in cybersecurity. It's anybody in tech can come and show up. And uh, the great thing about that is we get great sponsors who give away great prizes. So uh, the most recent event we did, which was uh, I, I was either a week or two ago, I can't really remember. All these days are kind of coming into one right now. But um, we, we gave away drones, we gave away golf ball finders, and then probably my favorite thing we gave away, we gave a, a yearly subscription uh, for bourbon. So you get a different bottle of bourbon every month for the year. And did you, uh, did you play with the winning? So you ended up with that prize or did you give it away I, fairly? Sadly, I was doing my best uh, Alex Trebek slash Pat Sajak slash Bar Bar, uh, Bob Barker. So uh, I didn't get to use the golf ball finder, uh, practice with the drone or drink any of the bourbon. But you know what? I know those MSPs and uh, IT tech people who won the prizes will hopefully give me a call at some point or take me out onto the links or uh, maybe maybe invite me over for a bourbon or two, hopefully. <laughs> I bet. I mean, uh, you're, you're fun to hang out with. I can't wait for you to, to come to Arizona uh, so we can grab that beer or, or maybe a bunch of different bourbons while we fly our drones. I don't know. Yeah, no, that sounds good. I was, I actually did my first trip, uh, to Arizona in December. And, uh, I don't know if you know this, but I was actually born in a small fishing village in Southern England in, um, in a County called Cornwall, which is known for fishing, actual fishing like this, not on the computer. And uh, they're also known for a thing called Cornish pasties. And I show up in Scottsdale uh, to meet up with my team there. And I just pop in my hotel, look for restaurants in the surrounding area. And they have something that completely shocked me. You guys have a chain of Cornish pasty restaurants and bars in Arizona. And they're good. Did you get a chance to eat there? Okay, hold on. Hold on one sec. Hold on. <laughs> And I swear this was not planned. All so, right. Yes, you did. Nice. So I, uh, we actually went there on two occasions. Uh, one, the first night on my own, because I was there a day early, because I, uh, I wanted to go visit some ghost towns in Arizona. And then I took my team. We had like a night out. And I took my team to uh, a Phoenix Suns game. And we stopped for dinner and a drink at the Cornish Pasty uh, restaurant downtown Phoenix. So I went to two and I couldn't believe a little slice of my hometown was in Phoenix. So uh, I was very appreciative of that. That's awesome. You remember which one you got? I know I have a couple different favorites. Oh, so you've been? Oh, yeah. It's great. Okay. I know I, know I had the pepper steak. Um, and then I'll be a little, I'll be a little bit uh, crazy here. But I did the cheeseburger. And that was very American because that's not – you would never find that in England. But I was like, when I'm in England – I'll do like the potato and steak, but you know, I'm in America. So a little cheeseburger action in a pasty. And it's good, right? Very, very. And great beers too. Uh, great ciders. Like 
I was like, this is a chain that I want to bring up to Canada because this would do so well. That's funny. Yeah, no, it's been one of my favorites for a while. And it's, uh, I'm glad I brought you a strange slice of home uh, when you were in Scottsdale. Yeah, it was great. It was great. I mean, to be honest, I've traveled all over the world, never seen any Cornish pasty restaurant or, I mean, it's hard to find them enough in Canada. And we're one of the most British nations in the world. And I can still only find them every so often. So to come down there and see five of them in one state, I mean, I'm sold. Arizona, here I come. <laughs> Coming back in April. Cool. Well, we'll be excited to have you. So looping back to IT Trivia Masters, I was just curious, sure. um, you know, how did that start? What kind of engagement do you guys get? You're getting great prizes out there. I'm guessing people have a lot of fun. And I, the last one I saw had quite a few people. How many people turn out for these events? So we typically get a couple hundred per show. And I think the biggest thing that people are dealing with, especially over the, you know, the COVID times, the last two years, um, there's so much stuff online. There's Zooms, uh, webinars, podcasts. And this is something that we can do where people aren't pressured into having to give over their details for a high selling atmosphere. And most people who go on to webinars and events nowadays, they'll get the, the spiel, but then at the end, they're going to get a pretty hard pitch. And that often happens. With us, we like to take that away. The Trivia Masters is really just about us getting out there, sharing with the community, giving back, and uh, letting the the opportunity to win some prizes. And so I think it's been really refreshing. A lot of people have reached out to me personally and said they love it because it's nice to come on and not be hard sold. Absolutely. And you're building brand awareness and you're showing them that you're people that they probably want to work with, not people that are trying to trick them, but people that are interested in, in fostering a real relationship and giving something back and having some fun along the way. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think, you know, because we, we hosted, I mean, there was four hosts on this one. We had two of the, um, the other suppliers host and I helped out and uh, we had um, my boss's boss, Jackie, who was on there as well. And I think they see that we're actually human, um, you know, with all these um, events and not getting to see people in person, people still do want to do business with people they like. I mean, if you're looking at a, our fishing solution or another fishing solution and uh, maybe they're quite similar, you're going to probably go with the person you talk to and you have a personal relationship with. So to actually get onto a call to see how we are in person or virtually and realize that we are a human being, that uh, that definitely is something that uh, a lot of the people out there listening and watching seem to like. Yeah, I think so. And even if they don't go with you, they know they can call you and get get this, get straight answers. You know, Hey, I'm evaluating graphics. I'm evaluating a competitor. We're really curious about this one piece of it. Like which one should I choose? And they can, you know, trust you to, to guide them in the right direction. Cause I know that you want them to find the best solution too, but just having that relationship or the perception that they're comfortable talking to you, you're going to win more deals because more people are going to come to you with those questions. Well, totally. And I mean, lot, lots of people have you know, sales centers all over the world these days. I mean, you know, whether it's in the Philippines or or uh, Indiana or India or even Singapore. So it's nice to know that they actually have somebody that they can get a hold of who's maybe maybe not completely on their time zone. I know you're an hour ahead of me, but, you know, who's within a couple hours of them who can actually get um, something done. If they have a question, um, they don't have to just reach out to someone out in the ether and not hear back for a few days. So that's a big thing. That's probably the biggest reason why we're, um, you know, pushing ourselves in the channel is that we're here. We might be the face of a business, but we're also here to help if people have questions or at least steer them in the right direction. 
Yeah. And that accessibility is huge, right? When you're trying to make a decision or make a decision, uh, help a client make a decision, you know, I need answers now. I need to go to Slack or Teams or I need to jump on LinkedIn where I can shoot you a message and I know you'll respond. So it's having, you know, knowing people have your, have your back and have your back quickly is huge. So the trivia serves that purpose for you guys. Do you have anything else planned like uh, trivia masters to get out there, give back to the community and show people who you really are? Well, one thing uh, we were doing this past year, which I really enjoyed, is I got to um, do uh, question and answer sessions with thought leaders in the community. So um, over the past couple months, um, I interviewed uh, Tony Sales. He's known as Britain's Greatest Fraudster. So um, he is a very interesting character. I'll say that. I'm guessing, Andrew, you've seen the movie Snatch? I have, yeah. He is like a character out of that movie. And uh, I remember on my first call with him, um, he was telling me what city he was in and I could barely see him and he was in his car and I'm like, I feel like I'm at the start of snatch with Jason Statham right now. And he's from East London. He's quite the character. And I got to pick uh, his brain and hear about his life. So he just published a book, which is a bestseller in the UK. And, uh, he just spent some time in prison and he got out and he told me his story about the world before, before cyber crimes. And then after, uh, the the virtual world came into play. How he did his scams through through the internet, through computer systems, and so part of what I get to do is interview these thought leaders. So I got to interview him recently. Um, a guy named Freaky Clown, or he goes by the acronym FC, and he is one of the most famous ethical hackers in the world. And so he actually gets brought in by large banks, large businesses to see where their vulnerabilities are. So he'll he'll get in brought in by, you know, Bank of America and they'll give him basically access as if he was like a local worker and say go to town. See what you can do and see what you can mess up and then we know what areas we need to improve on. So part of what I get to do is chat with these amazing speakers. Last one I did in September was uh Rachel Wilson who's known as the queen of the hackers. She's one of the most uh, senior women um, who was at the top of the FBI uh, for cyber crimes. And now she runs Morgan Stanley Wealth Management, um, their cyber crimes division. So the stories she had for us were incredible. So we like to do stuff that are kind of out of the box where we show people a little bit about our world and we get to interview people that we wouldn't normally get to talk to. And, um, you know, then the people can decide for themselves what they want to do next. I love it. You know, a lot of what we want to do with this show is encourage more, more humanization in, in marketing and humanization and in, in how we deal with one another, you know, at big enterprises and in the channel, you know, if someone was interested in, in starting to launching something new, like a trivia or doing these interviews, what kind of advice do you have them to, to try something new and what encouragement would you give to, you know, take a step towards doing something that's a little different than the status quo? Um, probably the biggest thing is don't, don't be afraid to fail because a lot of the times when you first start these, you might only get 10 or 20 people watching or listening or participating. And you know what? It's going to happen. You've got to grow your following. So for a small, for a small business trying to do something like this, just go for it. I mean, you, you can do this on a couple hundred dollar budget, which is great. Um, obviously, suppliers will you know, jump on board if you have a good relationship with a few of them. But I mean, you know, start small and go from there. I know we started with smaller prizes and then it got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, I know this past year um, we had an event that I did with our sister sister company, uh, IT Glue, called Glue Talks. And that one was incredible. And uh, 
we got to interview Wayne Gretzky, who's, you know, probably the most famous Canadian out there. And uh, the year before, um, my old boss got to interview um, Magic Johnson. So, um, you know, these events that are out there in the in the community, in the channel are amazing because they are really trying to bring in, you know, legendary speakers that will, uh, you know, not only get people interested uh, in showing up, but will also leave them with something. Um, I know we have an event coming up in June in Vegas, which I'm going to probably send you an email and say, you got to come and join me in Vegas. Um, if, uh, if the missus will allow it, of course. <laughs> and uh, we have Terry Bradshaw um, as one of our keynotes. And then we have Frank Abagnale as our other keynote. Do you know who that is? I do. Catch me if you can. Yeah. So, um, so that's what we got so far. And, uh, we're looking at some events in the fall as well. And we got some really cool speakers lined up for that as well. So, um, I always say if you can get out and come to some of these events, even if it's not in your specific realm, you're going to have a good time. I think that's all great advice. I think, uh, curious to get your take on it, but I've always been blown away by how generous a lot of these really interesting folks are with their time and willingness to, to engage with you, um, you know, to do a small interview or something like that. I think it's a lot easier to access really interesting people and speakers than, than would might be, uh, widely accepted. Yeah. And I mean, people are quite surprised who, who ends up showing up for these events as well. I mean, I know, um, one of the events we were on, earlier this year, Gary V was the keynote and I, I've always loved Gary V's content. So to see him speak, we had, um, one of the sharks, um, from shark tank in Vegas come and he just showed up. We didn't even know he was coming and, uh, he just showed up and was, uh, jumping on one of the, uh, one of the panels. So a lot of these guys end up showing up, um, last minute, which is great because it's, it adds so much to a conference. Shark Tank fishing. There's a joke in there somewhere, but I'm not putting it together quick enough. <laughs> I'll have to get him in, in on one of the videos. That's for sure. Awesome. Well, Miles, we know you're a master of of getting some attention by being a being a little bit of a goofball and embracing the fun side of uh, this crazy life uh, in in the B two B world. But I'm curious, how good are you at clicking your mouse and playing tap to flap? So I, I don't play as much video games now as I used to, but I am ready to give this a go. Um, I, uh, I, I like it. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready, but awesome. I'm not promising anything. I know the high score is probably crazy, though. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm going to have you click the link in the chat there and then click okay. the share button so we can take a look at your screen. Okay. So do okay. I just tap? Did I just tap to flap? You want to you wanna set this up right now? Absolutely. So as soon as you get started, I'm going to start a one minute timer and you're clicking to make your little eyeball flap through the obstacles. If you get a game over, it'll record your high score and you can just start over and go again. So okay. we're going to get your highest score from the minute. It's all going to be recorded. You don't have to worry about any of that. And if you're still flapping at the end of the minute, I'm going to let you keep going. So um, I'm going to start the timer as soon as you're ready. Just give it a click. All right. Three, two, one. Let's do this. Go. Wow, that was not good. It's a hard game. So I wonder if I have the bad, because I, I have a Mac here. I wonder if that's, that's <laughs> the reason why I'm so bad at this. I don't know. See if you can click it a couple times to get you going up and then let it fall to, to go through one of the same, uh, one of the first obstacles. Kind of got to get a feel for it. There you go. 
Ah, Ooh. okay. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think I got it. Okay. Okay. Now I've figured it out. It's the all about that rhythm of clicks. It's tough. Yeah. The, the, this Mac only has one clicker, so that's that's my issue here. God, I, I'm looking terrible here. There you go. Yes. Whoa. One. One is better than zero. You got it. Okay, one more try. On. One more try. I got to redeem myself here. Oh, one. All right. Well, oh, guess what, Miles? I got two. I, I got two. So this you is got two. All right. Right at the end there, you got a score of two, and I've got great news for you. That is the high score. Of the day? <laughs> That's the high score of the show. Uh, Matt Henser, guest number one, got one, and Miles Walker, guest number two, got two. So congratulations. I, well, what, what do they say? Set the bar low. Because then they're going to be appreciative to anything you do above that. There you go. <laughs> Setting the bar low. There's Miles. <laughs> there's, some, there's some motivational words to live by. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for playing, being a good sport. It's a very tricky, tough game. One of the reasons that folks love to come back, play every day, and why it's such a powerful uh, tool in the Incentive Pilot program for getting almost 80% engagement with enablement content. Um, but Miles... I, I love your approach. I'm so glad we connected and got in touch. If other people want to get in touch with you, learn about Graphis or continue the conversation with you, where's the best place to find you? Yeah, so you can uh, find me on LinkedIn. I'm going to put the link in the chat or send it to you right now. Um, and uh, miles.walker at graphis.ai is my email. Um, but yeah, I'd love you, love you to come on to uh, LinkedIn, follow me have a chat and uh, see if maybe uh, an anti-phishing solution is in your future. Of course. Awesome. Well, I hope to see you in April when you come to Arizona, but for now, thanks for coming on the show and I'll see you soon. Sounds good, Andrew. Thanks for having me.